This program is brought to you by the Living Church Boise. This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. Life is a constant change in seasons. The problem is we try to hold on to one season and we don't want to let go of the season. And when God is putting you through the bitter, cold winter time, you pray it away. You try to pray it away. You try to fast it away. And God's like, dude, I have ordained the season. This is my plan. Birth and death, I've ordained it. It's time for you to go. It's time for you to go. I am in this. You cannot pray it away. You got to trust me through this. You can't alter it. You got to outlive it. You can't just give up on it. You got to survive. You got to feed in it. You got to get ready for the next season that's coming because life is, a say it, constant change of seasons. I hope you're getting it. There's a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. What does that even mean? I don't know. We'll just skip it and move on. No, let me take a whack at this. You see, casting away stones and and getting stones, I think Solomon is is talking about a time when the Moabites, they were coming after the people of Israel. It says in 2 Kings chapter 3 um, that the the Moabites came against Israel and Israel chased them, chased the Moabites when they came to attack them. In verse 25 of 2 Kings chapter 3, it says, They destroyed the towns and covered the good land with stones. And they stopped up all the springs and cut down all the good trees. So there's a time to cast stones. And then it says in Isaiah chapter 5, uh, God looks at Israel like, like a vineyard, that like a beautiful vineyard that he puts time and, and energy into. And it says in Isaiah chapter 5, it says, Now I will sing for the one I love, a song about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a rich and fertile land, hill. He plowed the land and cleared its stones. When... You're getting ready to, to sow seeds. You want to you create a piece of land ready for farming. You clear the stones. So it's really a, a farming metaphor that's used. The people of Israel filled the whole land with stones so that they couldn't farm over there. And here God says, the vineyard that Israel is, I cleared out all the stones. So there's a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together, and a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. Hashtag COVID-19. Who'd have thought Solomon knew it, called it. But do you remember those good old days when we used to shake hands? Remember those days? Yeah? Well, it's not the season for that anymore, right? If you do that now, you're an idiot, right? Don't do that. Wash your hands. You're not supposed to touch people, right? And um, there's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. He continues on. There's a time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. My wife's not going to like it that I'm saying this to you, but so far, we've tried having cats. True story. We've had two kittens so far. You know what happened to them? No, they didn't die. They ran away. <laughs> they were like, I'm out of here, bro. Like, picked up its little cane with its bag and everything and walked out of the house. No, but true story. We have two cats we had tried to have, not at the same time, two different spans of time, but they ran away. And when they ran away, like, fair enough, we went to our neighbor's house, we knocked on their doors, we asked people, have you seen our cat? Have you seen our cat? And no, 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 no. And one of the saddest things that you have to do is after two, three weeks of waiting, you got to clear up its dish, its food dish, its little bed that we made with a cardboard box and old, you know, clo- towels and stuff. And it's a really sad thing. There's a time when you have to seek and there's a time when you have to give up and say, I've lost it. It's lost. There's a time to keep and a time to cast away. There's a time for you to go to Goodwill and pick up all the good bargains. And then there's also a time for you to throw up a yard sale, right? A time to keep and a time to cast away. There's a time um, to tear and a time to sow. And that is speaking of uh, mourning. You know, uh, Jacob in the Bible, when he finds out or he, he hears of and, he, and, and he's made to assume that his son that he loved, Joseph, was dead. His brothers had sold him off as a slave and ripped his robe off of him and put blood on the robe and took it to their old father, Jacob, and said, is this your son's robe? And he looks at it and he weeps and it says in Genesis chapter 37, verse 34, then Jacob tore his clothes and dressed himself in burlap. 
He mourned deeply for his son for a long time. His family all tried to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, I will go to my grave mourning for my son. There's a time to mourn. You know, a problem in America, a problem in the world right now is we do not know how to mourn. We do not know how to deal with the season well. And because of that, our relationships are flawed. Our friendships are fake. We, we get ulcers. We get sick. We get headaches. We're unable to sleep at night. We get anxiety. We get depressed because we do not know how to mourn. We do not know how to cry. We do not know how to say, there's a time for me to mourn. When you look at in the end of the book of Genesis, when Jacob dies, it says that the people of Egypt mourn for like 60 days. There's a time to mourn. And then there's a time to sew up. The robes that you ripped after you mourn, it's time for you to stitch it back together. And then there's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. See what Proverbs 26 says, verse 4. It says, don't answer the foolish arguments of fools or you'll become as foolish as they are. And then verse 5 says, be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools or they'll become wise in their own estimation. So what is it? Don't answer or answer the fool. Well, both are right, but you got to know that there's different seasons for both. There's a time to keep silent and there's a time to speak. Continue verse 8, the last contrast that he paints, a time to love and a time to hate. Really? A time to hate? I mean, everybody will agree that there's a time to love. When is it ever a time to hate? Romans chapter 12, verse 9, it says, Love must be sincere and hate what's evil. Cling to what's good and hate what's evil. There is a time to hate. When sin is trying to invade our homes, our families, our children, our nation, it's time for us to hate evil. We've got to be sincere with love, but it's good for us to hate evil. Evil is not just, oh, poor misunderstood thing. Evil is deadly. The wages of sin is death, the Bible says. We cannot just pat evil and try to toy with it. We've got to hate evil, the Bible says. So there's a time for love and there's a time for hate. There's a time for war and a time for peace. And that's a, a global reality, isn't it? There are times you have to wage war for peace. And sometimes to keep the peace, you need to stop waging war. All of this, this 14 shades of contrast of Solomon's poem points to the, to the very fact that life between the two bookends is a constant change of seasons. Are you getting it? And that's why the title for this morning's message is, It Ain't Nothing But a Season. You know, I, I, try, I try to make this more English correct and posh. I'm like, it's nothing but just a season. It didn't, it didn't have the same ring to it. It ain't nothing but a season. And maybe you should add y'all in the end, right? It ain't nothing but a season, y'all. So no matter what you're walking through right now, I asked you earlier, have you been through storms in life? And you'd be like, yes, I have. But still you're here. You got through the storms. You didn't drown. You didn't die. How is it? Because goodness and mercy has pursued you. And what you're walking through now, it ain't nothing but a what? A season. Life is full of seasons between the two bookends. Are you guys getting it? Life, you guys getting it? They're falling asleep over here, folks. No, I'm kidding. Life is nothing but a multiple season full of between two bookends of death and life and job and money and all of that stuff. But you know what? Listen to me. It's good to know that life is just jam-packed with changing seasons. I mean, think of your life right now, okay? <clears throat> Three months ago, you didn't know that you'd be where you are today. I mean, this is a global reality now. No matter where you're listening to us in the world, this is beautiful. I'm excited to share this message because the gospel is really so beautiful right now. This is a global reality like the reality of sin. This, this global pandemic, right? The fear of like what's going to happen. Every nation is freaking out and trying to make a decision of how do we protect our people. The global reality is we all go through seasons and God is trying to get our attention of saying life is full of changing seasons. But knowing that truth of life is full of changing seasons doesn't give us peace. 
just by knowing that life is full of changing seasons. Yes, we need to outlive it. Yes, we need to thrive in it. And yes, it's God ordained. But it doesn't give us peace just to know that life is full of changing seasons. This is the second thing that we see in the book of Ecclesiastes. Changing seasons, it ought to remind us of eternity. Changing seasons, it's good to know that life is just full of changing seasons, but changing seasons should remind you of eternity. If you're just going through life, right now, if I was just a motivational speaker, I would call it good. I'd be like, thank you so much. Please write your checks to my wife's name, right? But I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm a preacher of Jesus Christ who eternal God entered into time and he walks us through seasons in life that might suck sometimes like we ended worship with saying, can we thank God for the suffering in our life? Because every single storm you go through, every single season you go through is not just for you to know, oh man, life is full of changing seasons. That's good, it's true, but it's supposed to point you and me towards the gaze of eternity. The bookends of life, of birth and death is not just where life begins and ends. Please listen to me. But more than that, there's more to life than birth and death and every season in between. We're eternal beings. The 14 shades of contrast as we walk through, I know I made light of some of it and I wanted to because we're going to get into some deep parts over here. If you were to pause and look at them, and as I've been praying for you, some of you guys, some of these contrasting seasons, you're still struggling with that. Sometimes, it's hard to finish a meal sitting at that dining table because that, that loved one is not there anymore. There are certain clothes that bring back memories of times that you'll never get back. It's not going to bring you peace just knowing that it was a passing season. Some of you are still heartbroken, going through a bitter divorce. Yes, life is full of changing seasons. But it's not going to give you peace just knowing that it's changing seasons. Are you with me? you got to know that when God walks us through these seasons, it's so that we can fix our gaze into eternity and have the perspective that God wants us to have while we're here on this earth. Solomon asks a question. If I were to phrase this question differently based on what we're looking at, the question would be, why go through these seasons? Why? Why go through these seasons? What's the point of going through these seasons? What's the point of going through this pain? What's the point of going through this, this global pandemic now? What's, what's going on? Being a pastor, people knowing that I'm a pastor, every single day I get these questions from people. What do you think is happening? Why is God allowing this? What is happening in the world right now? What's the point of going through these seasons? And maybe that's something that you're asking. And Solomon asked the same question. What gain has the worker from his toil? Verse 9. What gain? And this is a reflection of Ecclesiastes 1 verse 3. What does the man gain by all his work at which he works under the sun? What's the point in all of this? Great. You made it to birth. Starting off your bookend. Woohoo! You're so excited, right? Fantastic. And you, you went to school. You, you graduated with flying colors. You, you know... Man, you remember, you're such a successful guy. You got the best job and you know, you're a respected man in society. You raised five beautiful kids and they're amazing. They're awesome. They're good looking. Your Instagram looks fantastic. You, you want a ton of cash and now you're old and you're dead. The only good thing that comes from all of this is you get a fancier you know, gravestone than anybody else in the cemetery. That's pretty much it. What's the point in all of this? What's the point in, all of, in going through all these seasons? 
He says, verse 10, I've seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. I've seen it. And if you read chapter 1 and verse 2, he says, it's all meaningless. It's pointless. What's the point? And this is beautiful in Hebrew poetry, in Hebrew literature. This is amazing. He brings a stark contrast. That's what I want to call the 14 shades of contrast. He brings a star. So far, 31 times in this chapter, he's going to be talking about time. And finally, he's going to bring the perspective of eternity. And it's like, mm, it's a smell of good tasting food on a hungry day. I'm hungry right now, so I'm thinking of food. He says, God has made everything beautiful in its time. Eternal God, who's beyond time, works in time in every season. Do you see, if you were just saying, man, life is just a change of seasons, to a certain extent, to be true, you will find some peace in it. To know that, oh, there's got to be a brighter day ahead. Oh, on the end of the tunnel, there's always a, you know, light. But that light is a train that's coming very fast, so watch out. You know, you get it? it's funny sure there's a lot of encouraging things that you can find on social media and stuff but when you have an internal perspective you see that the eternal God makes everything beautiful in its time this is the beauty of this truth when you look at seasons in life through the eyes of eternity you know that God even though we are in time and he's not bound in time there's nothing that's out of his control hey you with me Whatever season you're walking through, there's nothing that's out of his control. In his time, he makes all things beautiful. Now, you see this in wedding invitations. Oh my gosh, it's so great. He makes all things beautiful in his time. True. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Oftentimes, we fake it. Don't leave me hanging, man. Oftentimes, God wants us to walk through those dry seasons, those dry spells, because he wants us to put our gaze on him. But what do we do? We masquerade it. And I think we're living in a world right now where Christianity is so bubble-wrapped. And the Holy Spirit wants to invade. The Holy Spirit wants to invade. There's no way that a righteous man will be saved from all his afflictions if he's trying to bandage himself up. You've got to come out of the tomb and you've got to recognize that God is in control of every season of your life. You are not in control. No, the president is not in control. I mean, look at what happened, man. With one virus, the whole world is shaking. God is the only one that's in control in every season of our life. And it's okay if I look like a freak, like an idiot, and I'm made fun of. But God is the only one that's in control of every season of our life. And He's the only one who can make all things beautiful in its time. You see, it's, He says, in, in its time, not His time. And it's time because he's like, hey, that's what I've ordained. I'll make it beautiful in its time. And then he doesn't leave it over there. He continues on. He continues on. And he says, also, he has put eternity into man's heart. It's not a sick joke, man. So God has made everything beautiful in its time. And he's put eternity into man's heart. Take a deep breath right now. Deep breath. Feel your heartbeat. That's all the time we have for today, but we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014 Eagle, Idaho 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store. Join us this Sunday at the Living Church Boise. Service and address can be found on our website, www.thelivingchurchboise.com. Visit our website for service time and address.